Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come and Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 220 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we continue our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials. Uh, Today we are looking at August the 2nd to August the 8th, look through Doctrine and Covenants sections 85 to 87. And today we're going to look at the background and the context of Doctrine and Covenants section 86. So section 86 uh, is all about, um, again, answering a question or giving further insight and knowledge about um, the New Testament um, as a result of Joseph Smith working on the, the revision of the, or the translation of the Bible. Uh, it was given on the 6th of December, 1832, um, about a week or just or so after section 85 was given, where he was speaking about uh, principles of the uh, the law of consecration and, re- and replying to William W. Phelps. And then he, be- he, be- he begins his work again on this translation. We don't know whether he was working on the New Testament or on the Old Testament, uh, because he'd already gone past this stage of the New Testament that he is going to, he's going to refer to in this section. However, it seems that he just, he received further revelation on this section later on. Um, in terms of where where he was up to, it says in the Joseph Smith Papers analysis, quote, when Joseph Smith worked on that parable more than a year earlier while revising the New Testament, he made few significant changes. Between late July 1832 and early February 1833, however, he apparently spent time reviewing his revisions to the New Testament. At some point, Joseph Smith and Sidney Rigdon changed the text of Matthew 13.30, which Joseph Smith had originally left intact from, I will say to the reapers, gather ye, first, gather ye together first the tares, to gather ye together first the wheat into my barn, and the tares abound in bundles to be burned. This inverted order... Um, followed the eschatological sequence of events outlined in a November 1831 revelation, the righteous were to flee to Zion and Jerusalem, leaving the wicked nations behind, close quote. So it seems that over time, as the prophet Joseph has been taught and has received revelation and been guided by the Lord through various other translations, through other revelations that he's received from the Lord as well, He's begun to understand that this gathering of Israel will take place. And so with this parable, having uh, gathering the tares first, which is in the original text, uh, would not make sense. Which is why the Lord directs Joseph then to change or to revise this section to be focused on gathering the wheat together first um, out of the tares. Um, And I think that this... Uh, shows that we have uh, an opportunity here to, to learn a lesson that at times we may not receive guidance or revelation on something at first. Um, that doesn't mean that if we receive it later, it discounts or discredits that revelation. Rather, perhaps we weren't ready for it to understand it. If Joseph had been given that revelation to change uh, this section, he may well have not understood why it had to be changed. Uh, or revised, and and therefore not learn as mu- learned as much as he possibly could from it. However, now that he has the the relevant knowledge and, and understanding, um, the Lord then re- reveals that change to him uh, to be made a bit later on. Um, it's again the same if you were teaching a lesson or a principle or a concept, 
at uh, at a school to a child. You wouldn't uh, go and teach them, you know, uh, certain aspects of a, a subject without giving them the, the foundation first, the pre- the prerequisite knowledge that they need that they need. Uh, and clearly, Joseph had not received yet the prerequisite knowledge in order to understand why this change had to be made. Um, it, it continues in the Joseph Smith Papers analysis, quote, It is also possible that the translating Joseph Smith mentioned in his 6th of December journal entry referred not to his review of his earlier New Testament revisions, but to his work of revising the Old Testament, which he was engaged in at the same time. Close quote. So we don't actually know why... Um, he was referred back to this section today. He may have been reviewing his revisions, or he may have actually been working on the on continuing his work on the Old Testament. And perhaps something in there prompted him to think about this parable from the Saviour about the wheat and the tares, which is, is very likely. Uh, and that's what led him to make that change. Um, notice as well that um, this we, we know about what he was doing on this day on the 6th of December 1832 before he received this revelation which was recorded by Frederick G. Williams, um, because uh, Joseph wrote that in his, in his journal, what he was doing on this day in 1832. And again, we see here another example of why keeping our journal, keeping our record is an important thing. Otherwise, we may not have known what he was doing on this day. And therefore, this uh, revision uh, to Matthew 13 may have seemed a bit, ra- a bit random but it gives us additional insights into Joseph's life. Now, this may seem like a small thing uh, for the background of this section, and it, and perhaps it is, but when we get into later events we uh, and, and, into, and into more significant moments, then it helps us to understand why keeping this journal is so important. And this is just a small example of, of how it can help us understand uh, the context behind certain things. I mean, for me, the biggest thing through this whole year of Come, Follow Me study so far with the Doctrine and Covenants, yes, there's been incredible principles, and I feel like I am so much more aware and have much more knowledge on the on the history of the Church up, up to this point in 1832. Um, however, for one, the one thing for me that's been even better has been the opportunity to understand the background and the context to all 86 sections so far. So when we read a verse in, in the Doctrine and Covenants later on, or when I share a verse in a talk or a lesson, I'm much more able to remember now the context behind it, or at least if I've forgotten it, I know where I can go to find out about it, which will give the, the, the understanding behind that verse so much more meaning and power. Um, and so that is, I think, for, for me, in terms of the background and context of section 86, it, it seems like a small thing, but it just reminds us about the importance of every section in this Doctrine and Covenants. It's a unique um, book of scripture, really, where we have such a clearer understanding of the real world, world um, ramifications of these revelations. Whereas with scriptures like the Book of Mormon and the Bible, they were so, so long ago, you know, it's an even more foreign place um, that the context surrounding those scriptures, those, those uh, scriptures. Um, whereas this is a lot m- more closer to home for us. I mean, 1832 is still a different place than it is today, uh, but it was closer to where we are than perhaps those ancient uh, scriptures were. Uh, so yeah, that really is um, 
the background for this section. So I'll leave that there. Thank you very much for listening today. Tomorrow we'll go into Doctrine and Covenants section 86 itself. Please do continue to follow the podcast. Uh, you can email uh, session at gmail.com or you can join um, the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me and share some of your thoughts on what you've been studying there and your feedback. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.